Welcome to Diana Perkovitz Monday Moment in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. I'm Diana Perkovic, your host of Monday Moment in 5, live here in Los Angeles, California. This is part two of my interview with Linda Wang. If you didn't listen to last week's uh, podcast, by all means, go back and listen to it now if you just want to hop in. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Linda. As a child, she had eczema. And so the doctor prescribed an ointment and instructed her to wrap the rash with plastic wrap. And so that would help sort of push the medicine in deeper. And then the rash healed within days. So cut to Linda, adult, go-getter, hustler in Asia as a fashion buyer. And she discovered these sheet masks and she instantly knew they would work the exact same way. So when she couldn't find one that she liked, that she felt was filled with really good ingredients, she decided, light bulb moment, guess what? I'm going to make a line myself. And that's how Karuna was born. So welcome, everybody, to part two of my interview with Linda Wang. So as promised, Linda, being a girl's girl, is going to talk about more than just being an entrepreneur, founder of Karuna Skincare Line. Um, She's going to talk a little bit about the sort of behind the scenes and what it's really like being a woman in business, being such a boss girl, having a personal life, building a life. Linda, it's so generous of you to sort of go over into that sort of space and talk a little bit about your personal life because it's one of the things that I think with your recent wedding and the space that you're in right now in your life, I think you're actually going to really encourage and empower other women to sort of be patient and the right one just might come along when you least expect it, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm 42, so it took me a long, long time to find my husband. Um, I remember being at the age where all your friends started getting married, like in your 30s. And I just remember being so lonely, trying to build Karuna, and it wasn't going anywhere because um, it was it, the timing wasn't right yet. Mm-hmm. So um, also at the time, my dad was really sick, and later he passed away. So just being really alone and just not having a partner and you wonder gosh you know can can one thing be good for me and just you know remembering those nights where i just was so sad and feeling so alone and um but then poof one day just you know when i realized you know what i'm fine by myself and this is after my dad's passed away so it's like i'm fine by myself i'm doing well i mean just do you and if it happens, happens. If it doesn't, doesn't. And then he came along. So, but I think the funny thing is um, in part one, we talked about that I don't like to be um, just being stagnant. You know, mm-hmm. I like to continue evolved. Um, the moment that I met my husband was that I decided to sell my condo where I've lived in the last 13 years. And actually, that's where Karuna was founded. I used wow. to you know, pack boxes there, you know, worked up in my loft. And that's, that was Karuna's headquarter. And when I decided to sell the condo, and um, I moved into a new house, and the weekend that I was moving in, that's when uh, my now husband and I met. 
Isn't that something? I feel like sometimes, like, you know, you just need a change in life. And when it does, everything just opens up for you. How poetic, though. I know. Like that, that's very poetic. Like, let's let's just stop for a moment. The moment, the, the weekend you moved into your new house. Yeah, that's when he asked me out. And we, I said, well, first he asked me out that weekend. I said, I can't, I'm moving. So then we went out that Monday. And then, funny thing. So the, we went out Monday. And then um, before the, the date ended on Monday night, he asked me out for another date. So, um, but that Wednesday, so it was a Monday, Wednesday, I went into work. I saw this Amazon box and, you know, everybody orders supplies and stuff um, through my account. So I didn't even (laughs) think about it. And that box is just sitting there. And I'm like, why isn't anybody opening up this box? So I open it up and it was um, a gift from him. My husband, Dan, um, he ordered through Amazon after our first day, and it was, I had told him about my HSN and on-camera experience and being so, you know, just frightful, just being on camera. He had got me a book and and send it because I was leaving for HSN the following week. Oh, <laughs> How funny is that? So, oh, my God, that's really actually so sweet. So sweet. But then I was like... Because he ordered from Amazon, and it says, a gift for you from Amazon. And I was like, why is Amazon sending me a book? I was so confused. And then I realized it wasn't. It was like this. It was from him. I was like, oh, my God. But you know, the funny thing is now our our joke now is I actually don't like to read. So now he was like, God, I wish I didn't know that. I, I so prefer um, a podcast over a book. Oh, so. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And Dan, we'll talk a little bit more about <sighs> Dan. We'll talk about Dan, but I want to go back to being in your 20s, being in your 30s, getting to 40. There's so many women who I think can relate to what you're saying. You're just like, maybe it's never going to happen for me. And, and you know, not everybody's going to meet somebody. And what, I love how candid you are and how open you are about it because there are so many women, as you know, who are just like, why not me? Why can't I meet right. anybody? And it's it's easy now, I think, when you meet someone, and I'm sure... I would guarantee you, Linda, that as sure as I'm sitting here, there's a woman who's saying, well, easy for you to say because you found him now, but you can go back in your mind 10 years ago and be like, honey, wasn't that easy? Yeah, it was not. I mean, I was on every single dating app (laughs) and I'm no shame at all. I'll tell you. I mean, even like Match.com, eHarmony, anything you can think of. I was like, I'm going to, and I'm such a go-getter where I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to open all the channels <laughs> and see if he comes along and he never came. So, you know, now looking back, it really has to be with timing. I think, you know, I the when I wished for him to come in my life, he wasn't there yet is because my dad was really sick mm-hmm. and I was living six months out of the year in Taiwan. You know, I couldn't have done that if, if you know, I had a spouse or, you know, right. or a family. It I just couldn't. It was so different it was and so difficult, next to right. impossible. You're right. You probably couldn't have done that. Right. And also that at that time, 
my company was still very manageable where there's only three, you know, including me, three employees where mm-hmm. I can come and go and work remotely. But now there's no way I could have done that, you know, while my dad was sick. So your life is it's really hard to see what's ahead of you and what's meant to be because when you look back hindsight it makes all the sense but when sure. you're going through it it's it's not easy cuz mm-hmm. it's all cloudy well it's it's interesting because i was talking about last week uh we met through a mutual friend of ours christina and during your wedding, which, again, thank you so much for having me. It was so beautiful. Of but there were so many times when you were up speaking or, you know, your sister. or And there were so many times Christina would nudge me. Because Christina <laughs> always says, you and Linda are a lot alike. And, you know, everyone would say, like, Linda's so picky. Linda's, like, got really high standards. You know, Linda's such a go-getter. And even you yourself said, like, maybe I'm not going to meet anybody and Christina kept nudging me because I'm that girl. I am that girl who's right. like, well, maybe you should tone it down. What? Yes. I can't. I, I mean, I All don't know, time, Linda. I've I can't. Been told. Me yeah. too. I can't tone it down. I can't get rid of my spunk. I can't. You know, I, you can't be someone you're not. And right. so, talk a bit about having that sense of self and who you really are, and having confidence in that. Saying, no, this is me. And either someone's going to walk in and love it or not. Right. I think so. During my vow, that's when I said, you know, there's so many times people would tell me that I should really tone it down. You know, guys are intimidated by you. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard someone (laughs) say you're intimidating, guys are intimidated by you. I don't get it. Right. I'm like, why are they intimidated? Shouldn't they be the same way? Right. You know, but shouldn't you like, I'm sorry, don't. I, I'm sort of self-sufficient. I'm independent. Right. I'm smart. I'm all these things. Like, I'm sorry. Isn't that kind of what you want? Or but no? see, I don't even know what that means when they say guys are intimidated by you because I'm just only being me and being the best who I can be. Right. So that doesn't make sense to me when someone says that. So that used to be, you know, in the in my 30s when people would say that to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just stop listening to it and just... You know, there are, of course, there are moments where I'm like, oh, my God, when I would go on first dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, OK, I'm just going to like not be as opinionated. And right. I'm not, you know, I'm going to just tone down a little bit mm-hmm. and be this nice person. But mm-hmm. not that I'm not nice, but just being more of like a girl, a girl would just comply. And I, I'm not that girl. Mm-hmm. So for, <laughs> not all the time. I have an opinion. But I think that. um you know, it's then if you continue to be that person, sure, you can find somebody, but it's not genuine. You're mm-hmm. not being you. So it, it's not a real relationship. I've I've gone through this. I, I've gone through certain phases where it's like, I you see, I'm Googleable, right? Like right. I, I'm totally. so Googleable. Yeah. And so I go through the, okay, hold off on telling them your last name as long as you possibly can. Yes. Don't give them your Instagram handle. Don't like, God help me. I don't want anybody Google because I don't want to intimidate anyone. And then I would go through that phase. But then I realized like I'm downplaying myself and it never works out. Right. And then I'd go the other way and be like, well, this is who I am. You like me great. You don't. And it's just 
in the in the end when you wash it all out tell me that it worked out best when you were just like I'm not trying to be anything I'm just going to be Linda and if they like it great yeah. and if not great and I mean I really gotten to the point where when I met Dan um remember being on the first week of dating because mm-hmm. remember he asked me out <laughs> after the first day right again so I saw him the second time that that week but I remember I think maybe it was the second week I said to him hey listen I'm you know at that time I was 40 I'm like I'm 40 and I don't want to wait I don't want to waste time so I do want to get married if things go well so if that's not what you're looking for then this is not for me and normally Mm-hmm. I mean, because our pace was going, you know, not, I'm not saying encouraging saying that on the second week of just, dating. <laughs> just note to self, ladies, that's the disclaimer. Okay. Right. Donnie's laughing. <laughs> Donnie, who owns the studio, he's like, just like, oh, yeah, you may not want to say that right away. <laughs> but if you mean Dan, he's more intense than I am. So, you know, yeah. it was progressing that way. Remember, he already got me Amazon books. Exactly. So. <laughs> well, I thought Am from Amazon. Right. This book was, I love that story. But yeah, you're right. Wait, and isn't there? Wasn't he being interviewed for a job out of state? Oh, it was in Orange County. Okay, so, so so tell everybody a little bit about this, too. So on our second date, he said to me, he ordered me a really nice bottle of wine. And mm. he said, you know, listen, if we don't go on another date after this, I at least want you to have good wine. And then later he said to me, he said, I actually was considering taking this job in Orange County, but I think I wanted to see where this goes, so I'm going to pass that up. And I freaked out. I said, whoa, that's a lot of pressure here. But, you know, so that's why leading to the second week, I could say, Well, honey, after that, that, you really, like, that's like green light, baby. You can say it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, But again, you know, like, it's not being fearful of saying, hey, this is what I want. So... If you don't want if you don't want the same thing, like we're all adults here that just walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so normally you would, you know, when you're dating, you might be, you know, a little scared to to kind of be vocal of what you want. Because right. you might say you might think, well, that person may not want it. So I'm just going to put it in the back. Mm-hmm. And then what happens in the end, like you hear so many stories of women ended up getting married or being with, with a guy. And at the end, they're like. Well, I don't want to get married or I don't want to have kids. But those things should have been talked about. Right. Right. So And so at the end of the day, do you and really be authentic, right? Exactly. Be you and be authentic. Even if you are intimidating. <clears throat> intimidating <laughs> honestly. Yes. It, have, have you met Donnie? Have you met a bigger goof than me? I'm the goofiest chick there is. Crickets. <laughs> Maybe I am intimidating. Oh my God, Donnie said. <laughs> Maybe I am intimidating. Uh, I've been told. No. I, I've been told. I quote, have a lot of spunk. Well, you're high energy. Hello, but I took that's that contagious, I, and that's a compliment. Exactly, and contagious. You're exactly. right. I I posted a quote um, on Good Girl Mafia. If you don't follow Good Girl Mafia's uh, Instagram page, do it. Okay, girls. I posted a quote on, when was this? Two days ago. So that's just a couple days ago. And I said, quote, 
Being alone needs a rebranding. It's totally different than being lonely. Oh, I love that. And it's arguably your most powerful position as a woman. Use that time to focus on and actively pursue your personal development. That's so true. What say you? Does that resonate with your sort of experience? Definitely. I I think at the end, you know, when you're younger, you're like, I want to go out or I don't want to miss out on anything. And like even going to the restaurant by yourself can be like, oh, my God, so sad. You're by yourself. But I, you know, after I started running my business and I have to travel my by myself, like mm-hmm. to foreign countries. And a lot of times you're by yourself and you're having a meal by yourself. So I really, you know, it, it was a working in progress. I'm not going to say like I was just born this way. Sure, It definitely was working in progress of growing myself mm-hmm. and just really testing the limits of like, you know, can I do this by myself? And then the, once you do it, then you're going to do more and you're going to take bigger leaps. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I've been single for a while and I say to people all the time, they're like, don't you get lonely? No, never. You're busy. Your life so is So busy. Exactly. Yeah. And there's something to be said for ha- really getting yourself positioned in a place where your life is full. Right. Because once you get to that place where, and, and this has just been my experience, but once you get to that place where your life is full and, you know, you have your business life, you have your friends, you have your family, you've got your interests, you, you know, your involvement. Like for me, it's really important to be involved in the community. That's when you are chugging along at that 100%. You don't realize it and poof, someone walks into your life. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So true. And I really feel like being single is such a gift. Like when you have that moment in your life to be single, use it. It's so powerful. Isn't it? When you're single. Go on that trip. Mm -hmm. Read that book. Yeah. uh, Do that crazy idea you've always had. That's really how you develop and how you grow as a person. No, I mean, it kind of brings me back that time when I was single and younger and feeling very lonely. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going, I just went through um, a really bad breakup and my sister took me Um, to a yoga retreat and it was up north in the Bay Area and it was only for the weekend and I thought wow this is great because you know at that time your mind is all cloudy and you're you're depressed you're upset so then after that I went to a 10-day yoga retreat in Bali with her and that was life-changing because again it's like to learn you know we all go through heartbreaks go, go through certain things in life but how do you Bring yourself back, like Mm -hmm. give yourself time um, to heal. But then also at the same time, you know, it's kind of like Eat, Pray, Love, the book. Yes, just really embrace being alone. Just embrace it. Learn so much about yourself. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say that you, Linda, are the same sort of person in business that you are in your personal life. Like you have grown you know who you are, you confidently stand in that. And that's how you've gotten to where you are today. Was there a time where you felt sort of really out of alignment where you were unbalanced? Do you feel as balanced as sort of I perceive you to be? Um, I've always had a pretty good head on my shoulder, Mm -hmm. just knowing what I want out of life, 
what's the right thing to do. Um, I'm very like sensitive to that. It's like the right and wrong is just very clear to me. But yeah, of course, there are times where I'm unbalanced. Um, I think I tend to do if my personal life wasn't going the way I want it, then I would really focus on just working, 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 working to distract myself. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, of course. And, you know, that that um, example I told you with the eat, pray, love, I it was so funny because I'm really opening myself up right now. But there Thank were you. so many times, I mean, so many years in my life where I was by myself, you know, being alone and, you know, just running a business and, and that was still lonely. Um, because I was by myself all the time. Even at my condo, I would not see people for days mm. because I didn't have an office to go to. Mm-hmm. I was working out of my home. Um, and that that was a time when you really didn't have employees. So you, you're just by yourself all the time. But um, I really just used to call psychics all the time. <laughs> Because I always wanted something to look forward to. Like, it's that self-assurance where just realizing that your life is going to be okay. Yes. So I used to call all the time. Oh, my gosh. All the time. So I've stopped that now. (laughs) (laughs) So I went through this phase and I call psychics all the time. All the time. And it's so funny to hear you say it. But it's so, it, 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 it speaks to sort of the. It's everything's not okay. It wasn't. And I just want it to be okay. And I I really want to know that it's going to be okay. And if that means I'm calling 1-800-PSYCHIC, that's what I'm going to do. Come on, ladies, you've done it too. We all have done it. Come on now. You always feel so much better or just like obsessive with astrology because (laughs) you're just like reading. And I would like not just read one day ahead. I would read like... Like two days ahead. I'm like, when is going to be a better day? Like, you know. I know. And, you know, girls, come on now. We, we've we all done it. I we've mean, all yes. done it. We have all done it. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's so funny because you know, I'm so I'm very fortunate that I have powerhouse women like yourselves who are willing to open up. So I really appreciate you saying that because as women, there's so much more that sort of brings us together than standing apart. And there may be a woman who's listening right now in Kansas. And she's listening to Linda. And Linda's this entrepreneur. She's been on TV. And you think, I can't relate. Oh, but you can. Right? (laughs) It's like we all have something in common. And that's so real. And I think it's just so refreshing that we can all come together and admit these things. Oh. I mean, that's just part of life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's relatability and and helping each other out. Mm -hmm. So we all can, you know, I just remember like there, when my dad passed away and I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't have friends with dad passing away. So I didn't know how to navigate through my mourning and and emotions Mm -hmm. because no one was there to guide you. Right. Right. That you're supposed to feel this way. And I have three other siblings and we all dealt with it differently. And so, you know, it's the same moment right now. It's that, you know, if we share these things and I share, I have no shame of sharing. um, It helps you to navigate through life much, much better. It sure does. And I think that there's so many things that as women we go through and don't necessarily talk about. Right. 
especially today. You know, on the one hand, with social media, everything's become more transparent on the one hand. But on the other hand, I think we're all starting to question, like, is that really real? Right. Exactly. And some people I'm not feeling as authentic. No. And other people you get right away that they're keeping it real. Right. And I think it's also that becomes another layer of you know, trying to connect. Right. It's like on the one hand, you're connecting more, but on the other hand, it doesn't feel that way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's especially for women, you know, I, I did a podcast and we talked about, you know, this democratization of media. And there was once a time when we could all look at the magazines and say, well, that's airbrushed and that's this and that's that. So it's almost like that was the media and they were sort of doing it to us. But now we're doing it to ourselves. No, we're doing it to ourselves (laughs) all on Instagram. Exactly. And so it's nice, you know, for us as women, I think, to come together and open up. And that's what Good Girl Mafia really is all about. It's like. You're either a girl's girl or you're going to be a mean girl. And Linda, you can't be both. Right. You have to decide. Yeah. I mean, but in business, you have to be a mean girl sometimes, too. Okay. (laughs) And here we go to keeping it real. And I love that you bring that up. I love that you bring that up. So how do you decipher and how do you differentiate between I'm being a mean girl Or I'm being a mean girl, meaning I'm advocating for myself and my business and my employees and my company, and this is what's right for me. How do you know the difference? Well, I think it just um, comes down to, you know, situations. So Mm -hmm. whether you want to, you know, there are situations when you're just realizing that, you know, the partner or the other party that you're working with is not being not being fair. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really, I'm, again, very outspoken mm-hmm. and opinionated. I have no problem in, you know, saying things and to to really um, be direct about it and making sure that I'm protecting the best interests of my company, my team, and whoever, right? But that might be looked as she's, you know, a B-I-T-C-H, you know, okay. and she's a biatch. Yes. Right. We, we can exactly. say it. We can say. It. So I but then I'm not going to apologize for that because I'm not always that way. I just am very sure of the right thing to do. So, you know, I the funny thing is um, when I negotiate on the phone um, <laughs> and then to when they actually meet me in person uh-huh. and they're like, oh, you're not what I think, you know, they, they didn't think I look the way I do because how firm I am, mm. or they probably thought I was a biatch. <laughs> right. I've, I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh, I thought uh, you're so nice. I go, oh, no, I know what you're saying. What? I'm totally. like, you thought I was a bitch. Totally. Oh, totally. my God, Diane, I'm sorry. But I did. You just you, you the way you look. And the way you are, sometimes like somehow it doesn't match. But see, why do you have to be labeled that as women Uh, if you know what you want mm -hmm. and if you speak up, Mm -hmm. right? And there still is a double standard. Right. There still is a double standard. And that's one of the reasons why I started Good Girl Mafia, because we're fooling ourselves if we are saying that there isn't a certain paradigm in which we live and that there aren't inequities, we're lying when we say that, right? However, my mission is how we relate 
woman to woman. And I think that's what we can control. Right. Right. You can't control everything. But I can control how you and I relate. And are we opening up? Are we helping each other? Are we doing these things together? And so I love that you admit that it's like, yeah, but sometimes I'm a mean girl in business. Yeah, you have. to. That's very honest. (laughs) And and you do. and, And unapologetically so. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just have to get things done and can't be nice to get things done sometimes well, in the business world. I, I, in the business world, just learned a valuable lesson. And Linda, I swear it's the last time. I'm telling you, it's the last time. The whole time I was going through it, I kept thinking, what's the lesson in this for me? What's the lesson in this for me? And I finally came to the conclusion that once again, you were being, giving people a chance when you should have just pulled the plug. You should always... That's what I learned too. Right. Pull it. Pull. Pull it. And and also always listen to your gut. Like Mm -hmm. what what was your first intuition? What was your first instinct? Those feelings generally are always right. You're so right. And this is something that I would come out here and say on this podcast, and yet I still feel like once again I was really just gave someone the benefit of the doubt and gave them another chance, and you shouldn't. But you should also look at it as, this is just your lesson of learning mm-hmm. to trust your instinct, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, and on the flip side, that's that's the positive. How do you, Linda, define the difference between being, and I ask this question a lot because I'm utterly fascinated by the transition. How do you describe the difference between being an achiever, and I'm going to call you an overachiever, (laughs) 100%. And I say that like with, I'm the emoji, I'm the laughing emoji with the hearts and the eyes because I love an overachiever. So I'm saying it with a lot of love. How do you describe the difference between and the transition from being an overachiever to now a leader? I don't know if I'm a leader yet. You I are. You, so much you, more no. to go. Okay, so here it is. You heard it here first. Breaking news, Linda. You're a leader. Well, thank you, you run a company. Hello. You Thanks. are a leader. Own it. Feel it. How how do you operate differently? How do you operate from being, say, a VP in a company to now running a company? There's a different cadence. Yeah, I think, um, well, I think the hardest part of being a leader is to continue to be inspirational to, you know, your employees. I mean, for me, um, Mm -hmm. just speaking from heart, how do I, you know, making sure that I'm teaching them things, you know, and, 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 you know, the biggest part of my job right now, being a leader, like you said, is really making sure that my team and their development, their individual development is continue to grow and mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm helping them grow. I think that's my biggest achievement as a leader. Wow. Because you don't want someone working for you and they're just, they're not growing and you're right. not allowing them to have an opportunity to grow. Then, then you failed because what's the, you know, what's the point of being a leader? Sure, exactly. As, as we wrap this up, best skincare advice you can give us girls. I, actually think double cleansing really yeah i always i think that's like really really important to keep your skin clear for women who don't know what double cleansing is define it so i normally when i clean my face 
I it's kind of like a triple cleansing actually for me. But I use cleansing oil to make sure I remove all the makeup. And um, cleansing oil glides really easily. And then it rinses off very easily. It doesn't have, it has a little like, you know, face wash in it. So you don't get that greasy mm -hmm. residue. Mm -hmm. But then I would usually use the cleansing oil. Then I'll take a makeup removal towel and I'll wipe everything off. And then I'll cleanse and I'll wash my face. But, you know, the, that old school skin routine, which is never go to bed with a dirty yeah, dirty, dirty, face. dirty face. Yeah. Still the best beauty advice, isn't it? It is. You got to let your skin breathe. And as a woman in business, best advice you can give other women? Don't let your own fear hinder you. That's like my favorite quote, because I think that's what there. That's a difference from somebody who actually can make things happen versus not. And it really comes, it just fear boils base. down to fear, doesn't yeah. it? Fear base. I always say, you want a pep talk, you want, you're just dying for someone to say the right things, go in the bathroom. Talk to yourself. Yeah. Close <laughs> the door, look in the mirror, because only you know the perfect words to right. say to you. Right. So sometimes it's not about looking to other people to like shore you up and get you up and, and going and get you past that moment. If you're lucky, you'll find someone at the right moment at the right time who says the exact right words. But go in the bathroom, close the door. Girl, bah. Right. Put yourself in front of a mirror and just say it. But I also think that, you know, girlfriends, really great girlfriends can cheer you up. I say we squad. All that, right? a, oh, yeah. A good squad. Mm -hmm. I am telling you, it's healing. It's life changing. Exactly. And if you don't feel that way about your squad, guess what? There's nothing wrong with your squad. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with you. You need to expand your circle. So That's true. it. That's yeah. it. Because we grow and as we grow, sometimes you have different needs from different people in your exactly. life, right? And But everybody brings something to your life, right? I agree. I agree. What's next for Karuna Skin? What can we expect from you in 2019? So we are expanding into skincare products. So, you know, we've been focusing on masks all these years. And so we have a bunch of loyalists um, love Karuna, and it's really driving the in innovation forward of offering the pre and post mask um, products. So we have the face cleanser. It's called Face for All Cleanser. And then we're coming out with it every day, all day, all day every day serum. So it's like an AM, PM treatment. So um, we're really excited about that. And, you know, these products are just, they're going to be clean beauty. So removing all the toxins of phthalates, you know, harsh chemicals, parabens, and all that stuff. So we're really excited about that. Um, I didn't mention, like, when I started Karuna, when I work with the VP of um, the consultant, product development consultant I work with, and this was back in, you know, when we're in product development in 2008, 7, 2007 and 8 at that time, she really believed in clean beauty. So mm -hmm. all of Kerna's products are paraben-free. So starting 2009, we were really conscious of that. So now the technology has evolved. So we really want to continue to dedicate and broaden that offering really clean beauty products. Again, you were ahead of your time. And, and there was a time when women were like, give me those. 
chemicals because that's the only thing that's going to (laughs) work. Give me the chemicals, people. (laughs) But I think that clean beauty has come such a long way. And people now understand the efficacy of clean beauty and what it can do for your skin. You know, when you're treating something of nature, us, Mm -hmm. with something from nature, there's synergy. Right, exactly. Right? I mean, that's why Chinese medicine has been around for 5,000 years. Don't even get me started on Chinese medicine. (laughs) I've had better success at different periods of my life with Chinese doctors than I did with Western Western doctors. Yeah, and there's a time and place for everything, but I'm of the mindset that it's like, get me to a Chinese doctor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All these, like... You know, just think about all the cultural remedies like mm-hmm. they passed down thousands of years. Those are always tried and true and yes. they work. Yes, they do. So Karuna Skin, look for an expansion of products and SKUs and different regimens that you'll be able to use. I want to thank you, Linda, so much for coming in and talking about Karuna Skin, but also you and your life and the lessons and your candor is so (laughs) welcome and refreshing. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. What's your website? Give us the Instagram handles. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. Please. Um, At Karuna Skin, K-A-R-U-N-A-S-K-I-N and um, www.akarunaskin.com. Also, you can find us on Anthropologies, all the Anthropology stores, Barney's, Dillard's. There we are. Barney's. Yeah. Fon, 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 fon. <laughs> Just another excuse for me to go to Barney's. Exactly. Who doesn't love Barney's? I mean, it's, yeah. Barney's gets it. No, Barney's totally get it. But I'm walking in. I'm like, I can't buy anything. <laughs> I'm telling you that. But see, Barney's is like one of those stores. If it's in Barney's, you have my attention because it's so well curated. I know. So it's well beautiful. curated. They just get it. Totally. Right. I know. Linda, thank you. Please say hello to Dan. Everybody go to karunaskin.com and check out K-Beauty. Before K-Beauty was K-Beauty. There is something to be said for shopping with the folks who really started a wave who started the trend linda thank you continued success i want to thank all of you for listening to the monday morning moment podcast this was of course the extended version the remix we're always so excited when we can have female founders and real girl bosses in the studio with us don't forget to follow us at goodgirlmafia.com you can also follow me at Diana Pergovic. And yes, the Good Girl Mafia website is moments away from being launched. Stay tuned. And we have swag coming your way. Those of you who have been asking, it's on its way. Good Girl Mafia is growing and I appreciate all of your support. And I also want to thank all of you who donated to my sleep out. It was an incredible experience, second year in a row. Thank you so much for supporting the Covenant House California. And I want to wish you all the best. Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's all around the corner. Enjoy, folks. I really appreciate you listening to Monday Moment. This is Diana, and I am out. (laughs) 